Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Love Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone, once again to a brand new show. You're listening live to the RF Sports Radio Show. It is Tuesday, March 1st. That's right, the first day in March. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about this whole month, especially tonight. Uh, we're coming to you guys from our last show last Tuesday. We missed on Thursday because it was something we had to take care of, but we're back. We're back this week for Tuesday and Thursday, so I want to welcome everyone to the program once again. Uh, if you want to follow our show, the best thing to do is go to our website, rfsportsradio.com. That's rfsportsradio.com. Log on there. You can follow the show, find out what we're going to be talking about before we come on, and also interact with other listeners and other fans of the show as well, too. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get our show started. we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Bring on my co-host real quick. Royce, how you doing tonight, man? Happy tonight, Rodney. What's going on? Oh, nothing much, man. A lot of stuff going on, a lot of NBA stuff we got to talk about. Got to get into a little bit about the NFL Combine. And, of course, we're going to have our big debate tonight, which I've been talking about all week, and that's going to be the Melo versus LeBron. So I really got to find out who you like better, why you like them, and, of course, we got to have our debate. Everyone likes when we debate. This subject. This subject, mate. I will say this, though. The Mavericks are the hottest team in the NBA. Yeah, they are. They are. They won tonight. They won tonight. So they, they are the hottest team in the NBA. They, they did win tonight. And we're going to have an update for you guys later on in the show because Tyson Chandler did go down in their first half with a twisted ankle. So we got some new injury report to come up with. We'll get into that in the later half of the show. Hopefully it's not too too serious, but we'll find it out later on in the show. But, Royce, first of all, man, before we get into our top stories, we want to let everyone know as well, we do have a new feature uh, to the radio show. If you guys go to our website, go to rfsportsradio.com, and you can look on there and find our TV players, RF Sports Radio TV, and there you'll be able to follow all of our stuff live in uh, living color and in sound for you to hear and for you to see. You can see interviews right now with Sean Marion, uh, Roddy B, talk about the Mavericks, and, of course, uh, Rick Carlisle as well, too. And when we go to games, these home games, you'll be able to watch the press conferences live and also interviews with the players live, too. I think that's a pretty neat deal. I think a lot of people are going to enjoy that, don't you think? Yeah, that's, we're in the 21st century, right? 
I'm glad to have it aboard. That's right. And before we get to our top stories, uh, I also do want to remind everyone, follow us on Twitter. Go to twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. You can follow everything on the show right there. Or email us at any time. Go to rfsportsradio at gmail.com. Send us an email. Let us know you listen to the show, where you're listening to us from, and also your reactions to some of the topics that we talk about. Let's jump into the top stories real fast. Now, we've been talking a long time about this NFL-PA agreement, the collective bargaining agreement, where the players' union kind of got a, a leg up today. Uh, they actually decertified themselves as, as a union late last week, and they did that in the effort to kind of sue the owners uh, for some stuff they said was kind of wasn't on the up and up. Well, the judge ruled today that the lawsuit will stand. They were awarded uh, the win in the lawsuit, and what that really means is they were suing the owners because they felt like the owners were holding back enough money uh, to have a lockout right. for the next two years. We're talking right. about $4 billion here, people. That's a lot of money. That's a lot, lot of money, money, $4 billion. But they did win the battle today, and they haven't decided exactly what the players' union will receive out of this $4 billion. But this is all TV revenue. And the owners, I mean, can you fault the owners for trying to protect themselves? I mean, they're looking at a lockout anyway. Why not have well, the money stockpile for that to happen? Well, you know, not at all, right? And just think about it. You know, the average person knows he's going to lose his job or he comes going to be cut off. Of course, now he's going to stockpile some money for those hard times. You know, uh, I, as, as this thing goes on further and further. I see a lockout. You know, we, we're looking at a deadline that's right around the corner, you know. So I, I, I think this thing is going to really drag out longer than it should. And I hate to see that, but I really do. Yeah, it's definitely going to drag out longer than it should. I mean, like you said, the deadline is uh, days away, and they still haven't come to any kind of agreement. Now they're in court fighting things out here, so you're right, it's going to take a long time for this to get settled out. And then uh, the Players Union came out with a statement today that said, this record shows that the NFL undertook contract renegotiations to advance its own interests and harm the interests of the players. They really felt like they were holding this money back in hopes for a lockout to come. But I don't blame the owners for holding money back. If you know it's going to be a fight, if you're going to build billion-dollar stadiums, if you're going to even have this, all these employees that you have to pay, right. folks are going to be working even when the players are not working. So I don't blame them for holding a little money back. No, you can't. And if you look at the rest of the country, nobody's getting raised. Nobody's getting extra money. So, I mean, that's just the way the economy is now. And, you know, these guys got to figure something out. they got to get it done, man. And I, I, I can't part them because, you know, if you think about it, they are owners. They put up a lot of money. You know, they put up a lot of risk. And these guys get a lot of money, you know. So that it's an investment, and I can understand that. It makes us really good sense. Yeah, exactly. And what I found was really interesting about the whole story was the fact that this is all about TV revenue. Now, we all watch right. TV on the big major channels, watching sports on Sunday. Uh, football Sunday, but this was more so to do about these direct TV packages. There was a huge oh, yeah. number, 40, 42% of direct TV's fees are non-refundable uh, at this point. Right. So they wanted that money to be split up between all the players and some type of revenue-sharing program. Uh, but I was surprised to know that direct TV had such a big role in that Sunday package with the way these players want to get paid. I thought that was pretty interesting right there. Uh, you know, that makes so much money off the stadium and concession and the game and tickets, 
But the bulk of the money is the TV revenue. And you're absolutely right. You know, you got to look at the advertisers involved, too. Because if you think about right. it, football is the number one sport in the country. I mean, in you know, who doesn't watch football? Right. So who doesn't watch football? Right about that. We're talking okay, about you know, a little more football. Let's talk about a little bit more football here. We've been we've been following this story for a while as well too. But we broke the news about Carson Palmer wanting to get out of Cincinnati. Does not wow. want to play there again. The owner came back and said that, you know, no matter what happens, Carson will be here. Uh we want him in our long term plans as a Bengal so he will play here. Well Carson after hearing about all this talk about them playing to keep him, not wanting to trade him, made some comments to a friend of his who later put those comments out in the media. So this is really hearsay. But for what he says is, he says, I'll never play in a Bengals uniform ever uh, in Cincinnati whatsoever. He also says, wow. I have $80 million in the bank, and I don't need to play football for money anymore. I only want to play for the love of the game for a chance to win. But this team was built around Carson Palmer. Am I right, Royce? I mean, he, he's bailing out on the team that was built around him. Right, absolutely. You know, in the last couple of years, we saw this team fall apart. And, and if you think about it, Carson Palmer really had a terrible year last year. You know, he's probably one of his worst years as a Bengal. But, you know, something bigger than that. It's a lot going on in Cincinnati. I don't know if I put it on Marvin Lewis or the organization, but this team is definitely falling apart. Yeah. Yeah, you can definitely tell that. I mean, I think it all and, and started, how does that leave in my brother? opinion. His brother's yeah, backup. Exactly. His right. brother's his backup. This this whole thing really happened to fall apart, in my opinion, when they decided to re-sign Marvin Lewis to another deal. I mean, right. everyone right. talked about him right. being on the hot seat for years so and years and years, years, and they have right. a chance right. to, to go after some of these other top-notch coaches uh, that were available at the time, but you decided to re-sign Marvin Lewis coming off a bad, bad year uh, as a coach. So I think they really kind of – you know, set things in motion for the Cincinnati organization. So we're going to see what happens on that front. I thought that was interesting as well. Another top story is we're on the NFL. Let's talk a little bit about some of the players that are now uh, feeling the, the wrath of the lockout. Some of these players are being cut. A couple of notable players that got cut over the last seven days. Uh, Clint Portis was cut from the Washington Redskins. Big name. Uh, Chris Jenkins for the New Jersey, the, sorry, New York Jets, and also uh, Jason Taylor from the New York Jets as well too. Although the Jets did come out today and said they decided to keep uh, LT on the team uh, for this upcoming season, whenever there is a season. But a lot of these guys are starting to feel the pinch right now because as a free agent, you can't sign with any other team. We talked about Bob Sanders last week. Uh, you look at guys like Vince Young; he can't go out there and get another team at this point. These guys are going to be basically unemployed. Even the players that have contracts are going to be out of work as well, too. I mean, they'll start feeling this pretty soon, Russ. I think, you know, if you don't have a job, you don't have a job. Am I right? Yeah, you know, once again, it goes to show how bad things are when it takes the NFL. These guys are really in a bind. I mean, you know, we're looking at us. They they live in you know salary of millions you know and the that you know is really hard. It could be tough. You know I really hope they work it out, but I think the owners do have an advantage as far as holding out. I don't think the players will be able to do that. The whole lot even as long as the owners do it. So it's really going to affect a lot of people. I mean we're talking about a lot of people. Yeah, I know, I know. 
And, and so what I did was I thought about this and said, you know what, unemployed is unemployed, no matter if you're a football player, no matter if you work at assembly line. So I came up with ten different things that the unemployed NFL player can do during this time when he's not going to be working, and these are ten jobs that he can have immediately that will really, you know, help him get through these tough times. So yeah, are you ready for okay. my for, for my yeah, ten list right now? 10. Right. Okay. okay. These, these are, and these are really in no particular order. I was just okay. having some random thoughts today, and I said, you know what? I got to help these guys out. They're not gonna be playing football. They're not gonna be on TV. They're gonna need some pocket change at the very least. They're gonna need some money out there some okay. kind of way. This is why I came up with ten things they could do uh, while they're unemployed. Okay. Okay. Number ten, what they could do. You can be a car salesman. Think about an NFL yeah. player being a car salesman. You know a lot of people, okay, people are going to buy from you, and you can make a lot of money real quick as a car salesman, right? So I got that as number 10. Okay. okay. Number nine, you can start your online radio show. Okay. I mean, oh, no. hey, I did it. <laughs> I did it, you know. Yeah, but, if I can do it, you can do it. Right, okay, well, that's make true. That that's true. That's true. That's true. Right, okay. And then number eight, uh, you can always go back and be the mascot for your alma mater. You know, if you went to college, wow. you went to high school, you know, people want to know who you are. You can put the hat on. You can put the costume on. No one know who you are, and you can still make a nice little check. No one has to know. You know, no one has to know at all. That's a good one. And then I have for number seven, okay, you can be a nice soccer at Walmart, okay? Nothing oh, wrong with that. Yeah, no one really right. goes in there a lot at night. You know, you can slide in, slide out. You can work in the back. I load the truck. No one has to know. And then, of course, you get the benefit of getting a discount at Walmart. You don't need that if you don't have no job. You're going to need to work at a grocery store or a Walmart if you ain't got no job. I'm sorry. Right. That's right. what you're going to have to do. What you put... Once you put the uniform on, nobody be able to distinguish you from anybody. No one else. knows. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot. Right, of, there's right. a lot of guys, and no disrespect to night stalkers around the world right. that listen. Nothing wrong. Uh, there is nothing wrong with all, but there's a lot of people that do soccer right. night that used to play football. Right. So don't don't get it twisted. <laughs> don't get it twisted at all. Well, you know what? It'd be even better go to work for Home Depot than Home Depot go. had like 55 uh, Olympians. You know, working for them, so they're pretty flexible parts schedule wise. So all people go. be a better place than Walmart. Go ahead, yeah, that's there, go. there you go. And then for number six, I have you can deliver phone books. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Oh you yeah, can load up your car. You got a big SUV. You got something big that's taking uh-huh. up a lot of space. Uh-huh. Right. Up, whatever you have, load it up. Man. Deliver the phone books. No oh. one's got to know. You go early in the morning. You can have a paper route. You know, goes right along with that as well. You know, put your put your you know, to use. That's right. You know what? Whoever sees the guy that drops the phone books off on your front porch, right. I, I've never seen it. You know, right. <laughs> I mean, so you won't be seen, right? I've never seen this guy. All I know is the phone no. books. I never seen the guy. Right. You're right. Saying. So it's, it's a perfect it's a perfect job for the out of work NFL <laughs> player. So. Now okay. we got our first five out of the way. These are the these are the top five things that an NFL player can do while he's unemployed during his downtime, during the lockout time, to keep his pocket straight and keep everything situated out there. The number the number uh, five thing that he could do is he can date an entertainer. 
You know, you might not be putting in a lot of money, but you find your nice little, you know, singer out there, actress. You know, you might be a yeah, good-looking guy. Right. Yeah, right. there you go. To the, yeah, to the Grammy to the and the award show. Right, right, right. I got you. I got you. Go with the better football player. Right, right. Okay, right. I got you. And then you, you, you stay in the limelight a little bit, and, you know, you can use some hub money. Great to call, pay for everything. Right. 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 There you go. Right. There you go. <laughs> and then for number four, number four is you can get your reality show. What's wrong with that, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. Ocho Cinco's oh, got one. T.O.'s got one. Um, uh, a lot of players are, are pretty much oh, going to yeah. have uh, reality shows pretty soon. Michael Vick had one. You know, guys going to have reality shows pretty soon. Believe that. You, you'll see a lot of them popping up. I mean, the football wives can have one, and half of them are not wives. And I know the football players can have one as well, too. Yeah, that's right. You have to be right. Yeah, you can have another There you go. And then number three, number number three is uh, you can do you an album. Okay, nothing wrong with that. A lot of guys want to rap. A lot of them want to have record labels. You know, take this time, get you some recording done, go overseas, do a little touring. You know, become become something else. But, you know, get your album, get your record label. Whoever on our test could do it, I guess anybody could. There you go. Right? There you go. There you go. Okay. Exactly. All right. And then the number two thing that you can do, okay, the number two thing you can do is you can always be a spokesman for whatever you can find. And I mean whatever right. you can find. Uh, LASIK right. eye surgery, weight loss, right. uh, whatever you can find out there, be a spokesman for it and be proud of it. Now, now one thing I thought about when I thought about this was, you know those guys that stand out there with the uh, Statue of Liberty that want you to come to your taxes? Oh, yeah, right, got, right, right. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You That's know, Jimmy Johnson did an extensive commercial, so there you go. There you go. All right, I got you. I so got be a spokesman, That's pretty okay? good, Rodney. Be a spokesman, okay? And then the number one thing that the out-of-work, unemployed, locked-out NFL player can do, and this is I hope what they'll do, the number one thing they can do is go back to school and get your degree. That's the number yeah. one thing you can there do. There you go. There you, you know there you, you go. Left early, you took the money, take this right. time out, go back to school, Finish it up, get your degree, and you won't have to worry about doing any of the other nine jobs <laughs> that we right. know. So that's, that's the key to it all. Playing football, you absolutely right. Playing football, there you go. Go back and right. get your degree while you, you got time. So those are my those are my top ten things that are out of work, unemployed, locked out NFL players can do. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. You listen to the RF Sports Radio Show, where it's sports talk from a fan's perspective. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm here live with my good friend, CEO and creator of LawApps.com, Jared Rice. Why don't you let everyone know exactly what LawApps.com is? It's a mobilized version of an attorney's regular website so that people can access the site on mobile phones like smartphones, whether it be HTC, iPhone, Android, BlackBerry, or Palm, or any Windows-based system. So why does an attorney need LawApps.com? Well, if you have a regular website and people are pulling it up on their mobile phone, obviously they can't see it. So if you don't have a mobilized version of your site, you're missing out on millions of customers. And, you know, for business, that's not a good thing, especially in 2011. So what's the best way for people to get in contact with LawApps.com? Go to our website at LawApps.com, and apps is spelled with a Z on the end, not an S. Or they can give us a call at our toll-free number, one eight eight eight. 974-6784. Uh, that's one eight 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 nine seven four six seven eight four. 
and it's LawApps.com, L-A-W-A-P-P-Z.com. Get your law firm out of the dark ages. Tax time is coming, and you know you want your rapid refund as quick as possible. Call On Time Tax Services at 214-431-7853. That's 214-431-7853. Mention RF Sports Radio and get half off on your preparation fees. Call On Time Tax Services, 214-431-7853 to get your rapid refund on time. Calling all models, calling all actors, all music artists, calling all comedians and producers. I got a question for you. Have you been having trouble finding gigs, and not just gigs, but paying gigs? Well, if that's you, look no further. We've got the perfect solution for your problem. Go to webookgigs.info right now. Sign up and create your profile. And let me tell you what you're going to get. You're going to get updates about shows and paid gigs sent directly to your personal Twitter, Facebook, email, and your phone. Now, the best thing about webookgigs.info is it's absolutely no cost to sign up. So what are you waiting for? Don't delay. Webookgigs.info right now. Right now. Hi, this is Pastor Monica Wallace. I want to personally invite you to Kingdom Encounter every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash Kingdom Encounter each and every Sunday at 5 p.m. Hear what the Kingdom has to offer you and have your own encounter. That's blogtalkradio.com slash Kingdom Encounter. Sundays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time with me, Pastor Monica and may God bless you. Oh yeah, the wait is finally over. The new release from Rifle Man, Smoke in the City, available now. Album features Blow Fly, Make Him, Ken Jack, and the Grit Boys, with many, many others. Also featured super producer, none other than Big Grit, available now at all of your favorite online retailers, iTunes, Amazon, Napster, Rhapsody, 7 Digital, E-Music, and every other major online retailer that you can think of. Don't wait, go pick up some in the city now. It's and we are back live. You're live on the RF Sports Radio Show. Uh, it's me, your host, RF, along with my co-host, Royce. Let me bring him back on real quick. Uh, we just got through debuting our top ten things in the NFL player that's locked out, unemployed, uh, what he can do during the downtime. If you guys want to go back and check that list, go to our website at rfsportsradio.com. We'll post the list up right there, along with comments also as well, too. So be looking for that. Uh, we talked about the top stories going on right now, from players losing jobs to players getting new jobs. What I want to talk about right now is about the NFL Combine, which has been going on since last week. It concluded today, uh, finishing up everything. The DBs were the last to go. So to give you guys the quick results of what's going on real fast, the, the fastest... 40 yard dash time today well, for the combine for this year was 4.2, and that was done by uh, wow. Van Dyke, a, a DB out of Miami. That's 4.2 is, 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 is lightning fast. You know, if you, that is very if you, fast. You say that, it's lightning fast. The best uh, 40 time that's ever been put up, uh, most recent best, rather, was Chris Johnson. He ran a 4.24, and that's a running back. And this guy here is a DB, he ran a 4.28. Uh, 
Uh, other DBs, Patrick Peterson, the guy that this Cowboys are looking to get in the LSU cornerback, ran a 4.34. Uh, D. Scott, another uh, running back from Maryland, ran a 4.34 as well. Uh, Gates, a wide receiver from Abilene Christian, of all places, ran a 4.37 also. Uh, you also had a couple other players, uh, Fannin, uh, Julio Jones, whose stock rose so high during this combine, ran a 4.39, and also had the best long jump, uh, almost 11 feet in the long jump. Come to find out, this guy had a, a fractured foot, Royce, and did this. Fractured right. foot ran yeah, 4.39 and jumped uh, over 11 feet, you know, on the uh, oh, yeah. on the broad jump, man. It's pretty good for a guy with a fractured foot. You have yeah, one on, 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 yeah, on a bad foot, that's fantastic, man. Imagine what he could do on a good foot, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get it. Oh, yeah. Foot. Get it. Okay, I got you. All right, yeah, but that's, that's pretty fast. I mean, these guys have been putting some fantastic tabs up. I mean, they... You know, I, I look at this class. They, they're really in great physical condition. I don't know if these this this group of athletes, man. I mean, I I watch some of these guys. These guys are real athletic. This is probably the most athletic class to come out. You know, quarterbacks, uh, oh, yeah. running backs, and, and defensive backs that I've not seen in a while. So, oh but, yeah, oh yeah. You know, who, who knows what they're going to be in the NFL? But I mean. Judging from the compound, you got some pretty good prospects. It's gonna be interesting to see how the draft goes. This oh year. yeah, I think it, I think it really is because you, you got you got like you said a whole talent just of players out there uh, that are ready just to, to, to get to a team. And, and the thing is, you really this is your last chance to really see what these players can right. do. You can't bring right. them into camp because of the lockout. So right. you got to go by this. I think the combine this year is more important than any of the year. Uh, that oh, I can yeah. really remember, right. you know, because of the fact that sure. you're not going to see these guys in many camps, you know. Right. So my question right. is to you real fast, uh, you know, is the combine really necessary? I mean, I know to this year is really, you know, kind right. of a circumstance that they really have to have it this year, but on a normal basis, really is the combine even necessary? You know, because really yeah. we want to judge a guy based on him running 40s, bench press, vertical jump, broad jump. Or do you want to really judge about what he does on the field? Well, you know, you got to have a little bit of both. I mean, judging from – I mean, you do have game film to look at, and I appreciate they watch these guys all year. But, you know, that that like you said, it's the last chance to look at these guys. And I wonder how much of this uh, lockout and the negotiations is going to affect the draft. You know, and mm. I know people have predicted the top ten – I think it's going to be totally different now because we're seeing players not sign. So it's going to be right. a lot. I think these teams are, are looking to replace a lot of players, you know, a big-time contract and players this year. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be really weird. I don't think it's going to go in any other order that people have predicted. I think it's going to go totally different this year. And yeah. I, my prediction is the Cowboys might go out to Cam Newton. Well, well, they, they – Hey, that'd be a glorious day for me if they do. I guarantee you. Right. And, it, right. and while we're talking about that, let me just say, as far as my opinion about the combine, it, 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 it's really good, you know, to kind of have these right. stats and you need forty right. times. But, right. but honestly, right. it doesn't really mean anything. I mean, you really you're looking for these stats, these forty times. I mean, you're looking for that for a basis of. You know what? This will help people get excited about the team. These will help people right, get excited about the player. We might sell a few more tickets. 
You know, right. they're really looking at it along that, that that line. I mean, think about it like this. Last year, the highest uh, 40 time was a 4.28, ran right. by Ford, a wide receiver out of Clemson. Now, where is he at? You haven't heard about him in the league. You know, you haven't heard about him. You look at Holiday. He ran a 4.34 from LSU last year. Haven't heard about him. You know, it, it, it it's like it's, it, this whole thing is kind of like, you know, it's good to get people excited, get fans excited. It's good talk for us to talk about back and forth. But really, does it really mean anything? I mean, I want to judge a player based on what he did in a bowl really? game in a high-pressure situation or during the right? bowl or, or during the you season. Right? You know, can you right. really judge a player off of this? I mean, if you had the number one pick, you know, what's going to weigh into your mind more heavily, what they did in the combine or what they did for the season? I mean, what are you going to look at most? Well, well, well you, you're right. Like I said, these guys have been studying game field. They basically know. And the combine is just like it's, it's just like a show. It's just like Detroit rolling out their 2011 model of the cars or anything mm-hmm. else. Or the phones, are, you know, rolling out the new Blackberries. And it, it, it really is just a show. But they do have an idea. They watch these guys, I mean, for years in college. And, you know, and I'm, they got endless hours of game film, you know, they can watch. And, and a lot of them, you know, were in the bowl, and they played in the purchase situation. So, you know, like I say, it, it's just really for show. And, you know, it really doesn't mean much. And like I say, time doesn't mean anything. You got, we've seen guys go to training camp and, and get hurt and end up not playing even the whole year. So, right. really, it doesn't mean anything. You know, it's just for show. It's rolling out the next coming class or the new model or the new style of running back or player or whatever. So it's really all for show. But like I said, these guys have watched endless hours of film. You know, they've been watching these guys probably from, you know, ever since they were redshirted back freshman year. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go all the way back to high school. You know, right. you have the number one running back in the country. Quite naturally, he's going to be the number one running back in the, you know, coming out of college. So it, it's really just a show. It really is. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. And I think I think it is just like you said, a a whole big show thing. And one right. thing, you know, some players do take advantage of of the show. You know, a lot of players right. do move up on the draft board based on what they do right. in the combine or or right. you know how they perform in certain situations. And, and one player that we talked about before was Julio Jones. He really moved up a lot by his performance right. at the combine. And does Another that guy too. right here. Another guy from right here locally here in DeSoto, Vaughn Miller, moved up tremendously on his combine. The guy ran a right. 4.5 in the 40. Okay, he he was one of the top performers now in the senior bowl, but on the combine as well, too. So the guy, the right. guy's really making his move. They're talking about even, even him going as high as number three uh, to Dylan, wow. you know, just, just based wow. on what he did in the combine. So. You know, like some players take advantage of it, some players may need it, you know, but like you said, it is a bunch of show. But one player I want to talk about in general, and it's got to be Cam Newton. Now, Cam Newton had a very impressive day throwing in front of the uh, scouts uh, in uh, in Auburn when he did that. He also had a very impressive combine as well, too. The guy had a great 40 time, threw the ball well. I mean, there's no question about it. We talked about it before. He's got to be the best athlete available in the draft right now. Right. So why right. is there such a big thing about him not going number one? If you're the Carolina well, Panthers, don't you want a guy that's going to light up the franchise, a guy that's going to sell tickets? You know, don't you want to go for the best player possible if, you, if you're drafted number one? Well, you you know, well, we've seen how some of these number one draft picks have turned out. 
and, and I can understand rightfully so because a lot of these quarterbacks turn out to be busts. But, you know, the goal of any team this year is to be Green Bay and Pittsburgh. And if you look at the year Michael Vick had, so you really got to, you know, that's the future of quarterbacks. You know, you got to look at Revis for cornerbacks. You know, it, and, and it, you got to get bigger, faster, stronger. You know what I mean? And 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 that that's the goal of any team. So I think they're gonna draft according, like I said, according to this talent of class coming out this year. Right. You know, but so so it's gonna be really, you know, it's gonna be a really really big. I'm gonna be watching that draft like a hog rush because I think it's yeah. gonna be really really different this year. And and like I said, we might even have football again this year. So I think a lot of things play in the factor, you know, into the draft and uh, really the whole future of uh, football right now. You know what I mean? So, right, right. Uh, we might, you know, who knows who's going to go number one? You know, man. Yeah. That's the thing. I think they're going to, because like I said, the goal is, is the big Green Bay and Pittsburgh. So you're going to do whatever right. it takes. You know, right. you got teams like Philly. You got Baltimore. You got, you know, so you got to have one of the, a, a good quarterback, a good defense, good offense, good special teams. So it's going to take right. a lot. They're going to build on that. It's going to be interesting to see. And you know my my thing is you know if if, if you're drafting in the top in the first round of the uh, of the draft, my advice to any team drafting in the first round is take a, if you need a quarterback, take Cam Newton first, put him first right. on the on right. the board. Right. If you need a quarterback, because the guy's the best quarterback in the draft, I don't care about it. he's not a pro, he can't make pro right. throws. Right. You right. know, you know, damn all of that. I mean, this guy here Most is the best athlete right. in the draft. Right. Period. Right. He's won a national right. championship. He's the Arizona? best quarterback in college football. He's the best player in college football. Won the Heisman Trophy. You know, there's a reason. There's a reason why you're right. drafting in the first round because you don't have a good quarterback. So it's take the right. best one on the board. You know, period. You know, and, take the and best and one on the board. With his talent, you can easily convert him into a wide out, you know, anything. Easily. I mean, the guy, yeah. right, you know, with the, with the offense they running now, I mean, the guy is just, you know, pure talent alone, he should be in the top five, you know, just on talent alone. Right. I so, agree. Uh, I think he's going to go real high, you know. And the publicity yeah, we'll there is, yeah, because the guy, guy's been on a, a perfect, his conduct has been excellent, you know, so. As long as he stay up under the radar, I think he'll go real high, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. And like you said, I think all eyes will be glued on that NFL draft because that'll be the only NFL action we have for a long time uh, after right. the draft is over in April. So we'll keep that uh, keep that on the uh, on the schedule coming up in the next couple of months. We do have a big uh, March Madness deal we got planned coming up and also a draft oh, yeah. we got coming up as well, too. So. You got to stay with us. Make sure you check us out on the website, rfsportsradio.com. Let's take a quick break real fast, Royce. And when we come back, me and you are going to have it out. We'll talk about the NBA East, of course, at first, and the Knicks, and, of course, the uh, Heat game. And then me and you are going to have it out. It's got to be Melo versus LeBron. Well, I know so you're going to bring it in. I know what you're going to say. I'm ready for you, right? Bring it on. <laughs> well, let's, let's get it on. And, college, if you want to get in on this Melo versus LeBron debate, Make sure you right. give us a call, 323-927-2906. Go ahead and start calling right now so we can get you in and get you on uh, with the debate. That's 323-927-2906. We'll be right back on the RF Sports Radio Show where it's sports talk from a fan's perspective. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, 
or a website and you need more customers, advertise with the fastest growing internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. What's up out there with the world? What's up, Man, and I'm back in the building, you dig? And for all of y'all that haven't already done it, you know what I'm saying? Go out there and join IcebreakerProductions.com right now. Support your favorite ICE artist right now. You know what I'm saying? Get a ringtone. Get a t-shirt. Buy the calendar right now. You can even pick up a teddy bear. You know what I'm talking about? We got everything. Got everything. Um, Every Wednesday, y'all need to be checking out the Icebreaker Radio Show at mm-hmm. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. 7 p.m. You hear it? IcebreakerProductions.com. You know what I'm saying? Scroll down about the middle of the page. And click on the player, and you got us. You know what I'm saying? And if that ain't working for you, hop on iTunes and listen to us on the podcast. I ain't tripping. You know, you can get us on anywhere. anywhere. And uh, if you really want to know what's going down at all times with Icebreaker Productions, you got to follow us on Twitter at Icebreaker Radio. And if right you're a Facebook now. lover, hit us up, Icebreaker Productions. You know right what they do. Now. And uh, for all of y'all that like them live, fresh videos, you know you can follow us on the YouTube channel, Chosen972. Right now. old school. You know what I'm saying? You still on my space? Hit us up, 972. We ain't tripping. And uh, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and hop into this album, the reason that you're hearing my voice. Uh-huh. You like one of these artists, you know what I'm saying? So get your jam on, get your lean on. And uh, I'll be back at you later on in the future with more ICE announcements. Already. And we are back live on the RF Sports Radio Show. want to thank to a uh, special shout-out to... Uh, Icebreaker Productions, they've been advertising with us since we started the show. And uh, their website is growing as well. Check them out at icebreakerproductions.com. And also info as well, too. They've been on with us since we started the show as well. Thank you guys for hanging in there with us and, and advertising with us for so long. Let me bring on Royce back on real quick. We're going to talk a little bit first before we get into our big debate about Melo versus LeBron. We'll talk about the NBA East at first. As well, okay. the reason why I wanted to talk about this today was because me and you watched the Knicks and the uh, Heat game, um, and the Knicks kind of they pulled out their win on the road against the Miami Heat. So they got me to thinking, like, I mean, these battles between the Knicks, the Heat, you can no, throw the Hawks, no, Magic, no. Right. Uh, you know, Boston. Right. These are going to continue right. all season. They're going to continue next year, years after that, and even with the trades that would have went down in the NBA from. Uh, Darren Williams going to New Jersey. You know, mm-hmm. Mike Bibby, you know, the story broke out today, even though he got traded uh, to right. the Wizards. The Wizards bought the, his uh, contract out. He forfeited the next year of his contract, $6.2 million, to become another free agent, and now he's going to sign with Miami. Uh, so Bibby right. will be in Miami, and they're going to cut Carlos Arroyo. So now they got an upgrade in point guard, maybe the point guard that they're looking for. But this got me to thinking, like, about this NBA East. The East is going to be jumping up here pretty soon, and not just for this wow. season, but for years to come as well, too, Royce. Yeah. I mean, you can yeah, watch the teams right now. Let's look it's at the standings as they stand as they stand right now. The playoffs started today. Uh, you have the number one seed would be Boston, then Miami, then Chicago, Orlando, Atlanta, New York Knicks at number six, the 76ers, and the Pacers, Indiana Pacers at number eight. 
I've got to imagine that a team like Boston, Miami, Chicago, Orlando, the top four teams, I mean, you don't want to play the New York Knicks in the first round. Am I right? No, no, it's dangerous. And, you know, uh, this this team is, 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 is really brand new, Rodney. And from what I saw last night when they beat Miami, I, I thought they played pretty well. But you got to get a credit to Carmelo Anthony. That boy's a beast. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's uh, And they hadn't jailed yet as a team. But I'm more worried about the supporting cast than I am about Stoudemire uh, mm-hmm. uh, and Melo. And uh, if, if these guys, they need somebody else to step up. So they're going to have some help. These guys are really going to step up. Are they going to find a, a third player to come off the bench or something for that extra spark? That's the only way they're going to get over the hump. And you know what, though? Uh, I think you, you're right about supporting cash, but I got to say, I think Chauncey Billups was really the big steal from that right. trade. I mean, to oh, get yeah, a guy like was. that to come in. I mean, at one right. point in time, he went to seven straight NBA Eastern Conference Finals. He run the Eastern yeah, Conference. He's no joke. He kind of he the for a long time. He right. hit the big shot last night. Chauncey Billups, he's the big shot Chauncey. So you you are right about that, but but you know for these guys to start in the middle of the season, you know I like to see a rule. It, you know you, if you start with a team, you need to finish with a team. That's my you know this movement, man. That really has told everything out of whack. It really yeah. has. But it does give teams like New York a chance. You know, and teams that have been playing together like Chicago and Boston, and even Miami this year do have an advantage over New York. You know. Uh, to me, that's my personal opinion. But it's going to be yeah. a battle, man, and I think it's going to come down to those four teams you named. You know, unless we have somebody sleeping waiting, I don't see that. You know, uh, maybe Philadelphia, uh, i give them a shot maybe. But other than that, I don't see anybody else going to the park. And then you look at a team like the uh, Boston Sexers, who are the defending right. Eastern Conference champions. I mean, they are right. the other statesmen in that in that particular conference, but they even had to pull off a move. They let Kendrick Perkins go, a guy that gave them size down low, who's been with them for throughout the playoff runs, throughout the championship that's runs. to me, right. Yeah, they gave him up for Jeff Green because they needed a guy that's going to be able to call those hybrid twos and hybrid three positions. Right. So right. LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, you know, Derrick Rose. They have to find a guy that can guard them, that's got enough length to guard right. them. And can also be a serviceable uh, player on the offensive side of the ball because Kendrick Perkins can do them but stay down low, and there's really not that much competition on the East when you look at big men outside of the White Howard, Al Horford, players like that. But you got to have somebody guard these Carmelos and these LeBrons. You know, you got to well, have somebody guard. What you going to do in the playoffs? Say if you play the Lakers. I mean, you got to have oh, big true. men. Lakers are big. So I, you know, I didn't understand that trade. I thought Ken Defensive would be a, a Celtic for a while. You know, the guy uh, as much improved from last year. Remember, he got hurt last year. He didn't get to finish the end of the season, but he came back. You know, even better and stronger. And the guy has creative offense. I think he's going to be an asset to another team. But that was surprising to me. Like I said, it may have him in the East, but you also got to go out west, and the west is a little bit taller. I think I think the main thing that you gotta concentrate on if you're a team out there in the East is getting out of the East. I mean it's gonna be right. hard right. to get oh, out of yeah. the Eastern Conference, man. It's gonna be very, very yeah. hard to get out there. 
But let me yes, ask you are. real quick while we're talking about the East. A team out East is really is really doing really, really well. I think a team that can actually end up being the number one seed when it's all said and done, they're only two games back in the lost column from being number one, and that's Chicago. No one's really talking right. about these guys. I mean, they they do get Joe Kim Noah back after the uh, All-Star break. No one talks about that. But they've been on right. a tear. I mean, they, they, they've been on a win streak right now. They beat some good teams. They beat some good teams in the West. They beat some good teams in the East. They won three in a row. I mean, Wait. people got to start talking about the Chicago team, especially Derrick Rose being the MVP. Oh, yeah. He, you know, he's my candidate for MVP. As long as you got Derrick Rose on the team, you got a chance. But if you think about it, uh, Boston and Chicago are really the only two teams that have played together the longest. These other teams are, you, you know what I mean? They're, they're new. You know, uh, the yeah. big three just started this year in Miami. Orlando has revamped their old team. The Knicks is a completely new team. So other than Boston and Chicago, these are the only two teams that really have played together the longest. They do have an advantage. And they are playing well because they have been together the longest. Mm. Yeah, that could be the case. You're right about that. Right, right, I just think right. that a team like that should be, you know, guys should really pay attention to. Because they could end up being the number one seed. If they keep beating up yeah, on the yeah. teams like they're doing right now, they could easily be the number one seed and have an easier way to get to the playoffs. Because if you think about it, if you're number one, you play the Pacers, and then you play the right. winner out of the um, Orlando um, Orlando uh, and Atlanta matchup. So you might have an easier right. role being number one. They're being number two and have to take on the Knicks or take on, you know, a crappy Philadelphia yeah. team. You know, so so right. you do got an advantage about being number one. I think that's why and, and I think like Boston made yeah, the move. Right. Yeah, Atlanta right. too. Yeah. But let me, so, you know, let me ask you really quick. Joe Kim as well too. So he's back. Exactly. He's that's back what I mentioned. Yeah, he, right, right. He's back in the lineup too. Let me ask you real quick, this trade with Darren Williams to the New Jersey Nets, I know it probably won't have anything to do with these playoff implications now. But how big right. is that for New Jersey to get a, a established point guard uh, like wow. Deron Williams? I mean, if you think about it, you know, New Jersey, anytime they've had some type of success in basketball, they've had a great point guard. I mean, that goes back to Jason Kidd. You know, by having right. a good point guard, they're able to build some teams around them. we got a new owner now, but what about the decision right. to kind of go after Deron Williams that didn't get any kind of guarantees that he'll stay there long term? Right. But what about yeah, the decision to bring they gave up a lot. I think they did it simply to start a team. You got to start somewhere. And since they lost out on Carmella deal, I think they did that. And they also had to sell tickets, right? So, I mean, you know, he, he's a good kid. The guy's a good player. So why not build a team around him? You know, they did it in Utah. It was successful. So, you know, he is a good player. But I do think they gave up a lot. But if you look at it, they had no shot in the East. You know, anyway, so they had nothing to lose. They had no shot. But they do have to sell tickets, and I think they had, they got a, somebody to sell tickets in New Jersey. That's true. That's true. They got a new stadium. They got to move into right. next year as well right there in Brooklyn. So they do have to sell some tickets. You're right. I thought it was really interesting, too, for the first game that he was there and suited up in that New Jersey Nets uniform. Jay-Z and Beyonce were kind of courtside <laughs> together. Right. Yeah, so well, yeah. That must have been part of yeah. the deal. <laughs> right, That must have right, been part right. of the deal. I'll come, I'll play this year, but I need Beyonce right. on the front row. Yeah, right, we make, right. Make sure that happens. So I appreciate Jay-Z went right along with that to get that deal done. Uh, before we get into the uh, debate with Melo and LeBron, we do have an update about 
uh, Tyson Chandler, his injury, he did return a tweet uh, that we sent him to find out what was going on. He says, uh, thank you, everyone, for the get wells. I'm okay. Just a sprain. So they're calling it an ankle sprain for right now. Uh, so oh, let's see what down. happens, you know. Let's we'll see down. what happens with that. Now, good thing about the Mavs is they do have size now. We got Brendan Haywood. We got Mahimi. So we got some players that can fill in for him if he needs to take you know some time off to to get right for the playoffs. So the Mavs are a scary team, but we'll talk about the West on our Thursday show. But that was the NBA East right there. And let's go ahead and get to our debate real quick, Royce. And if you guys want to get involved, make sure you give us a call three two three nine two seven two nine zero six. And that's Melo versus LeBron. And of course, watching the game Sunday night between the Heat and the Knicks got me thinking about. These two players, neither one of them have won any titles yet. They're both right. good scores, and they've both been in the league for the same amount of time. They've both been in the league seven years. They're both 6'8". LeBron's 240s, Carmelo's 230s. They're right around the same size. And they were talked about in high school. They could have went straight from high school. Carmelo could have, although he went to Syracuse and won that national title for that one year. He was a one-and-done guy. Came out the same year as um, – as LeBron, everybody talked about who would be number one pick. Him and LeBron end up being Darko Militic of all people. So, but I want to talk about both of these players, Royce. And if you had the starter team, if you were right there on the on the on the blacktop, you had LeBron there, you had Camelo there. Who's the first guy you picking on your team, and why? Wow! Wow! I can go either wrong with either pick, but I I think at this point I would go with LeBron. And I'm gonna tell you why I said that. Because when he was in Cleveland, he really had to carry the team, somewhat like what Carmelo has to do. You know, he went in Denver, and now he has to really be the savior for the Knicks. Where LeBron has taken a back seat, he need, you know, on any given night, any one of those guys can lead the team to victory. So for his team playing, I'd have to go with LeBron because of his style of play now. He's he's come very much a better team player than he has an individual player now. So I I personally would take uh, LeBron, but if I had to pick Carmelo, I wouldn't feel bad. <laughs> you understand what I'm trying <laughs> right. to say? So what would your choice be? You know, my my choice, I, and people say I don't like LeBron. I think right. LeBron's a great player. I think he's really right. a great player. But I think there's something right. about him. It, it's, a, it's just something that, that is just missing from his game. It's like he can do everything but just can't do enough. You know, and, and he's well, you got, don't he's have kind to of guys running. really. Well, he's so hard to build. It's, it's, you know, LeBron, if you look at the stats, look at the stats between both of them. Career-wise, right. Melo's averaging 24.8 points a game. LeBron's averaging right. 27.7. But, okay. you know, this year they're about even. Melo's averaging right. 25, LeBron's right. averaging 26. Career-wise, right. they're rebounding. You know, career-wise, Melo's averaging 6.3 rebounds, LeBron's averaging 7.1. Right, right. Assists per game, Melo's only averaging three assists, LeBron's averaging seven assists. So, you know, if you look at the paper, you know, look at the stats on paper, LeBron with his MVP award, He's got right. an NBA Finals appearance as well. You would say LeBron easily, looking at the paper. Right. But to your point, LeBron's had to do more for his team than Melo has. You know, Melo right. has had a good supporting cast around him, Chauncey Billups, Nene, right. Allen Iverson. Right. You know, he's had right. a better supporting right. cast 
a rider right. than LeBron has. So I think the numbers are kind of throw it out by that because I think if 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 Melo had to carry a team by itself like he did in Syracuse the year they won the title, his numbers would be way higher than LeBron in my opinion. You know he'd have more assists, he had more uh, points, he'd have more rebounds because he'd have to do a lot more than what LeBron does. If I had to take one player off a of pure game alone on the blacktop, right. I think I'm gonna have to take Melo. I think I'm gonna have to take okay, Melo. Okay, well. I- I I I can I can respect that. I can say you can't go wrong with either player. I know how you feel about LeBron. I know that has something to do with it. But if you think about it, LeBron has never been hurt. He's played just about every game. He, he's a solid player. He's an all-around player. He can play multiple positions. And uh, to me, okay, if uh, you switch these guys up roles-wise. Mm. They would be about okay. equal. Say if Carmelo ain't went to Miami, you know it'd been the same thing. So in my opinion, they are both about equal. You can't go wrong picking either one. But I'm just saying, yeah. as what I see right now, as far as a team player, I think uh, LeBron is been, been playing better team ball right yeah. now than Carmelo. Carmelo is more so of a selfish player. He looked for his shot first and passed second. Well, that's his game, though. But that's, you can't, well, that, that, you can't that, blame right. him for playing his role. That, that, that's his game, but I would like to get the ball sometime. You ask me who would I pick on the blacktop, I think I'd feel better playing with LeBron because I feel like he would pass <laughs> me the ball more. Okay, okay. Right, right. Let's take, a, let's, take, let's take a quick call real fast. we got people lining up to react to this whole mellow versus LeBron debate, let me pull on it. I'm identifying you by the last four digits of your phone number, 0269. You are live with the RS Sports Radio Show. What's your comment? Are you going with LeBron or are you going with Melo? What's up with you, RF, man? It's Rothstein. Hey, what's going yeah. on, man? Ah, uh, no, man. How y'all doing? Good, right. man. Good. Now, I'm really uh, interested yeah, I'm... to hear what you got to say about this. <laughs> you already know, man. When it's a LeBron topic, you know I got to call in. I was <laughs> right. checking out the show, man. I'm going to join y'all show tonight. But, okay. man, I'm going to break down both of their games. Melo, I think he's a pure scorer. He's a great rebounder. He can create at times, but I feel like he's not as versatile as LeBron. I think LeBron can play, you know, up to four positions, possibly five, depending on who they match you know, with on that given night. And he can go at all five positions. And I feel like he's a better passer. He he was more assertive as far as on, you know, getting his teammates involved. And they're about the same type of rebounders anyway. Melo might be a better offensive rebounder. But I think Melo has the better post-up game, obviously, because I'm very critical of the Bruns post-up game. That's the one element that I think that he's missing that I think that you're getting key in on. I think he's missing the post-up game. That will elevate him to that Kobe status. Yeah, other than that, man, I would take LeBron on the back top any day. I think just by really? slim margin, slim margin. Wow. Hey, you're, not taking, you're, not, you're not taking into account the fact that, you know, since they've been knowing each other, even playing in high school, playing in the pros, Melo's always right. had his fight edge over LeBron. Yeah, he has won. Yeah, he has won the games most of the time. But, Far as on just individual players, man, and willing his team to win and taking that fiery Cleveland team to the finals, even though they didn't win a game against the Spurs, right. I would have to give a nod to LeBron. I would have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. 
That's smart man there. Thank God. If y'all don't know what that is, if y'all don't know what that is, that's Ham Rossine. And Rossine down there, he does a sports uh, corner every Wednesday on the Icebreaker Radio Show. But you also got your own show coming up pretty, pretty soon, though, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's coming up pretty soon, about a month's time. Not not sure on the exact date, but it's going to come pretty soon. I will keep everybody posted. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt at all, man. You know you're more than welcome any time on the show. Yeah, let us let us know so we can call in and get a good conversation going. Yeah, no you doubt. already know, man. Yeah, we and me and RF on the radio. It's classic radio. It's what <laughs> the people want to hear. Radio, you already man. know. Okay, <laughs> well, let me let me keep you on. Let me keep you on real quick, Rossi. Let me get your opinion on something else real fast. Now we we've been talking a little bit about Melo, LeBron, uh, but let me ask you guys a quick question. This may solve it all for everyone. Who wins the title first? LeBron with the Heat or Miller with the Knicks? Royce, I'm going to ask you first. I got to go with Miami on that one. I got to go with Miami. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you, let me ask you, Rob, because you're you're an NBA connoisseur. You know, you you can can digest it, you can chew it up, spit it out, and it still looks like the NBA. So let me ask you, if you had to pick one player that's going to win first, is it going to be... Melo with the Knicks, or is it going to be LeBron and the Heat in the big three there? I have a circumstance, RF, and I hate to make this difficult, but I give the nod to LeBron only and only if Pat Riley comes down to coach because I really don't like the Heat's offense right now. So with that being said, it doesn't look like Pat Riley is going to come down. I have to give the nod to the Knicks, and I I hate saying that because LeBron is my favorite player, but – I can't be biased on the situation. I, I like what New York, I, like I said last week, I think their pieces mess a lot better than Miami's piece. Yeah. Even though they kind but of you know what, though, they, they could change. And let's just assume that because I think, I, think, I think you hit the nail on the head because if you think right. about it, the acquisition of Tennessee Bills gives them some type of uh, facilitator out there on the floor to give the guys the ball at the right time and to be the guy to step up and take a shot. Well, let's take into account, Royce, that you know Mike Bibby will be a Heat, uh, will be a Heat player here pretty soon. He's going to take over Carlos Arroyo's spot, so they're going to have a guy that's played point guard in some clutch situations to help them out. So they could be a better team in that aspect. But I think, you know, honestly, I think the Knicks, like you said, have a better mesh of players right now, and the way they beat the Heat on Sunday, that was impressive to me. I'm sorry, I had to say it. I know they lost to Orlando tonight, but. They're not big down low, but they beat the Heat, you know, handily right there in Miami, Royce. You got to remember that. Well, well you're right, Rodney, but I'm going to say that he hit the nail right on the head. Now, if you're talking about the Knicks versus Miami in, in the playoffs, I, I, I got to look at the coaches, too. You know, you can, you yeah. got that talk about the Miami coaches. I think if anybody blow it, it'd be the coach. And uh, <laughs> that Tony don't play defense. They just don't. They play defense Sunday. But that his team just don't play defense. You know, they try to score people. And that's a Miami can't tighten the screws on defense. I've seen them do it before. They're not going to win every game. They got the best of them Sunday. But in the seven game series, I got to go with Miami. Yeah, Rossin, before we let you go, man. Seven game series, man. What's going to be the best series in the, in the East to watch? They're going to be. Heat, uh, the Heat and the Knicks, or will it be Boston and, and Miami? 
If you had to pick two teams in the East that you wanted to see go seven games, who would it be? Oh, I would have to say it would have to be Boston and uh, Boston and Miami, man. Because oh, yeah, I yeah, just I think it's, it's a storyline behind it because Miami has yet to beat Boston. And, you know, with that Kendrick Perkins trade going down yeah. this past week, they could play a big yeah. factor in the intimidation of the Heat, vice versa, you know. So maybe that yeah. big man down low, let LeBron and D-Wade run wild in their paint. So I don't know. I would, yeah. I would love to see how this series will play out. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I like to be here before I, we know I, it. I'd like to see Chicago and Miami. That'd be a good game. Yeah, that'd be a good one, too. That'd be a good one, too. That'd be a good one. But that's our show for tonight, guys. Y'all make sure y'all check out Ham Rothstein tomorrow night on Icebreaker Radio. They come on at 7 o'clock. He's going to blog talk radio, do a search for Icebreaker Radio. You can find him there. I want to thank him for coming on. That's been our show tonight, guys. We'll see you guys on Thursday. Same time, same channel. It's the RF Sports Radio Show where it's sports talk from a fan's perspective.
much remember. It's a fun way we want to look at. No, no. Answer, gone. In terms of colors, in terms of materials, I could probably go along with a little more than in terms of the actual placement and, and telling me that a bed ought to be on one wall in a room when it's not looking at a view and it's not looking at the fireplace. So I'm really curious to see how Carol and I interact. You've used up all your chips now, so you uh, can't say no to looking at them. Throw in this one. But, uh, <laughs> is the science, it's not rules. It has specifics, and following the specifics, it will benefit the occupants tremendously. So I think this is very productive. I'm going to get the other pieces and get Carol's reaction to that. I'm, I'm really excited. I got my settlement going. I'm ready to get that furniture into the apartment. Um, I do have some concerns. That could be a little bit of argument once the actual physical furniture gets into the apartment. But so far, so good. <laughs>
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.